Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Recorded live. Well, good morning, everybody. This is Build My Empire program. I'm Patty Serrano, your host. And we're here every Monday answering business calls for those that have burning questions about various different things in their business. We're a group of mostly home-based business businesses and small businesses working towards our end result of building an empire and then being able to open up various other empires where we get residual income from different aspects of our business life. So I'm really excited to be here today, and I've got a couple calls that are uh, got some burning questions. So let's start with um, Nikki. You have a question about social media. What's going on there? Um, I am just getting started with social media, and um, I'm trying to figure out how often I need to post, what's too much, what's not enough, and what type of content to post. Do I post post stuff that's funny, serious, both, you know, Uh how to work that out? Okay, perfect. That's a great question, and I hope I can answer it in a few short sentences so you don't get overwhelmed. But it is one of the most asked questions, so I appreciate that. And, you know, it was really my good fortune to get on the Internet uh, in 07 when Twitter opened up. And Twitter was um, built within a company where the, uh, you know, CEO wanted to know what the marketing department was doing. So that they would send these little posts back and forth. So what's an update on that event? And don't give me the whole picture. I just want 140 characters. And they came back and said, oh, we're here, and this is what's happening with this event or this promotion, whatever. And that's actually how that was the premise of Twitter. And when it hit in 07, there was about 50 of us that were, you know, I I met some just stellar people uh, in Boulder and and throughout the United States that I'm still friends with. And we went on to, you know, uh, get in the tech industry and do tech conferences and stuff like that. But if you can see that, that premise, uh, that that's really the premise I think that in social media we have to think about. So there's a couple questions. First, when you post, uh, write this down and keep it by your computer or post that or something. Will anybody care? You know, because remember these posts that were going back and forth were were important information they needed to get within the company and they couldn't have meetings. So will anybody care when I post this? The other thing just to go backwards a little bit, is it's important to have two accounts. Uh, Nikki, one, one Facebook account and one business account. So on my personal account, I can post about my family and my granddaughters and, you know, the beautiful scenery and the spring mountains and this, that, and the other. That's, that's me. That's all about me. But on the, on the business page, I highly recommend you put pertinent information, if you want to know what to post on the content, put pertinent information about what you sell or whatever you represent, whatever your company is. 
and you can find it all over the internet. You know, you can go to quotes on success or quotes on, you know, accounting and, and get these, you know, and, and just keep those rolling. How often? I've always taught in social media that we go as often as we can be there. More actually, particularly if you're promoting something, more uh, often than not. So if you're promoting something, be on there at least every day. We've got a event coming up on April 17th. I'm going to probably post something on that event every day as I garner up more people to come to the event. So the answer to your question then would be um, as often as you can. Now, a lot of people will go on these uh, these um, sites like Hootsuite that will program it to post. I am just like adamantly opposed to that because then it's just this newsfeed that's just spewing stuff out. What I like, because it is called social media, I like for my clients to be social. Talk back and forth. Look for people to like that post. Have a communication with the person that liked it. It's social media. It's not spewing media, which is just to spew all these things. It's social. So a lot of times you won't get the exact results you might for some you know, as opposed to somebody that's just posting all the time via some, you know, regulated uh, uh, group that will do it like Hootsuite. So that's that's just my recommendation. And you watch what happens when you go in and post some lovely stuff about your life and then also some stuff on your business. I hope that answers. Did you have any other questions that came up while I was talking? No, that's that's very helpful. Thank you. Yeah, just be yourself, be natural, be authentic, and post when you can, and the content should be business-oriented. And once in a while, I will post a business, because I have more followers on my personal page, uh, I will post something on my personal page that's business-oriented, because people know I'm a businesswoman, so, you know, but for the most part, I keep my personal the way it is, and my, my business pages, you know, just posting all business stuff. And... The other question that came in via email was, what uh, social media sites should I be on? Which I thought was a really good question. And I always recommend, of course, Facebook. And and all of them, you have a personal and a business page that I'm going to mention here. Uh, Twitter, you have a personal page and a business page. Now, in the old days, you used to be able to post to a page and it would go over and send out a tweet but Facebook and Twitter don't like each other that much anymore, so you can't do that. But if you got in early like I did, when I post something on um, on Facebook, it goes over to my Twitter pages, so I know that I don't have to go over there and post it. It is a lot of posting, but think about as you build your audience, money can't buy this kind of audience. I mean, you can't run an ad in a newspaper with this kind of audience. So I always recommend having your personal and your business on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, if you can, at least have a personal page on LinkedIn, you know, that says who you are and what you do. And they now have business page and group pages. They've they've copied they've copied uh, Facebook quite a bit in their in their formatting. So you can check into the business page on LinkedIn. Um, Pinterest is one that I recommend people having because you can pin various different things and receive different pins on pertinent information. I have a personal Pinterest because I want to get cooking recipes and stuff like that, but you can also do business with that. You don't have a business page. 
And then uh, what's really gaining a lot of steam right now is Instagram. And uh, you can get quite a few followers on Instagram if you want to feel like you want to open up your life to, you know, photos and video, which scares a lot of people, but, you know, that is available to you too. So uh, I would recommend those sites just to get started. And then as you get into blogging and we build, you know, websites and stuff for you, then we'll, we'll recommend some other stuff. So thank you for that question. Was there anything else that came up as I was answering it? Nope, I think that's good. Okay, good. All right, so Tina uh, had a really good question uh, about uh, approaching other people's clients. Could you give us a little bit of that question, Tina? I, <clears throat> I was wondering what the protocol was with infringing on other people's clients because I have a client who I had been working with and was going to come to one of our open house meetings then he saw an ad in Craigslist that was a little deceiving that said, come to an open meeting. Um, We're going to be talking on ways of helping uh, veterans. And when he got there, it was um, a a meeting for a business and they they basically want people to sign up. And one of the people there became very rude and obnoxious and tried to take him from me because as soon as we saw him there, we knew that, you know, we, we said, well, you didn't let us know you were coming. And he said, I'd he explained the situation. Yeah. Anyway, uh-huh. the um, other person was quite rude and has been harassing this person because the person said, well, you know, I knew Tina first. I'd like to go with her. Now I don't know how to deal with the situation. Oh, okay. All right, well, that's a great question um, or a great uh, dilemma to try to solve. Let me just ask you a couple of questions. Had you had any contact with this person, uh, the person that came to the meeting, the guest, within the last 60 days? Oh, yes. I'm probably once a week. Okay, then that's all I need to know. Okay, so then um, the um, the person that ran the ad, really, it sounds to me, and, and I don't know all of it, but it sounds to me like uh, they did a great job of getting that person there. Probably, uh, you know, really, to be honest, better than you because that person is there. However... Mm-hmm. That person came in a you know a different you know sequence of events. They thought they were coming for you know a veterans meeting or something like that. So that that was a little bit deceiving. And then the other thing, the way they are treating that person is uh, sounds like it's just a competitive battle, which we get into with businesses. And it's kind of like a one-upmanship. They want to prove that um, this is their client. But to me, just hearing the story, I don't know all of the story, but it sounds to me like uh, with, if you've been contacting that person within the last six months, this is the way it should have gone down. That person should have said, uh, oh, oh, I see, so you have been working with Tina. Well, that's great. I'm really glad you're here tonight, and I hope you get something out of it, and hopefully Tina can guide you along in your process of you know, becoming part of our organization, period. I mean, really, when someone puts out an open call to uh, the community on something and then someone that's been working with them is there, it's, it's really, a, you know, the, the most polite, kosher, whatever word you want to use, 
for that person to, to back off and just say, mm. really glad you're here. So I guess in your heart, you just have to know that that person's doing the absolute wrong thing and maybe uh, get with the client and just say, look, I'm just really sorry that you're having to deal with this and um, hopefully between myself and that person will get it resolved. We really don't want to bring you into this. And I would mm-hmm. really try to do anything you can to that client because it's really not making your company look good, you know, by doing that. And it's very common, uh, Tina, in uh, network marketing and multi-level marketing, direct sales, for this to happen. Uh, people will take ownership of a of a client because they they were able to get them there or whatever. And 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 well, they should. I mean, you know, it's they did get that person there. However, if there's someone there that's been working with them, it's that's the time for that person to back off and to say, oh, you know, I'm so glad you came. I'm glad you saw the ad. Um, really uh, good luck working with Tina, you know, and that is that is really the professional way to do it and not have any more contact with that person. So uh, hopefully you'll get it resolved. And uh, I ho- did, you, did you have any quite other questions on that, what to do at this point? Um, seeing as I'm working with a multi-network marketing company, um, if the person doesn't back off and continues to be rude, is is there an? Do I go to my upline? Do I go to corporate? Um, uh, I would do it just like in a company. You know, normally if you have an issue, you would go to your supervisor. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, normally you would go to the person. You know, but it sounds like that person's not being cooperative. So your next no. thing would be to go to your upline for advice mm-hmm. and find out what that advice is. And then uh, hopefully they'll uh, they can resolve it, or you know they're they're professional enough to resolve it and not get in a, a battle. And then if that isn't satisfactory, then you go to the company. But most companies have a um, a mediation group, or you know they they can give you advice. So uh, that that would be the next step. So go if the person's not willing to talk to you, then uh, you know the actual person is having the problem. Then you go to your upline, and then you go to corporate. And that's okay. the chain of command in most companies, you know, that you would do. Uh, particularly mm-hmm. if it's like a hostile work environment where, uh, you know, someone's getting, um, you know, kind of upset and unruly with you or sexual or whatever it might be. It mm-hmm. categorizes under hostile work environment. And so you would just go to that person and just say, you know, this is not acceptable. And um, if it happens again, I'm going to have to go to my supervisor. You know, so, yeah. you know, you, I don't know if you've gone that far yet, but I, I would not engage in a battle. I would just engage in the real the real way to do the real way to handle it, you know, and it's it, it does happen, but it can be resolved, and hopefully we don't lose a, a client over it. That's, that's the main thing. So Exactly. And I hate the fact that the client is being harassed. Yeah. Yeah, that's not good. That's not good I at mean, all. Phone so, calls uh, seven and ten times a day. It's like, whoa, hang on a minute. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like this person's got some issues. So anyway, yeah, I would get your upline right away. So there's no damage, you know, under damage control. So I'd like to thank, thank everybody and thank you, ladies, for uh, the great questions and those that uh, wrote in uh, the uh, questions this week. Uh, one was uh, discipline as a home-based business, and I will address that next week on our program because we are running out of a little bit of recording time here. We will open it up for discussion after we stop the recording. But I'd like to thank everybody for your uh, participation, and would you please mark your calendars for Monday morning, 
hopefully we can bring you some motivation and some knowledge about how we as home-based businesses handle some of these issues that come up. Once again, I'm Patty Serrano, your host, and I want to thank you for participating in the Build My Empire program, and we'll see and talk to you on the next episode. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.